0: Tuned in
1: to East Tennessee's premier sports radio call-in show, this is The Drive.
2: Laying more groundwork than Jamie Utah the hell's that supposed to mean i got a i woke up to a dm one of the podcast people i, th- I think it was rubby pulled this up here hmm. yeah rubby he's one of these podcast people and i often find myself waking up to like he's he sent me this at 5 39 a.m he night shifts, shifts there and he's yeah. fiending or that or he's like one of these <clears throat> psychos who works out at 5 a.m on an empty stomach anyway, Rubby says, uh, glad y'all are back. Did you like how Jamie has already laid the groundwork for a pivot if Barnes makes a Final Four? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, I didn't even – I guess I did catch that. It, it almost goes without saying, but – I mean, I pretty much stated it yesterday on air. It's,
3: uh, pretty much common knowledge to people that
2: – Jamie's
3: always listen, playing, playing or, Underwater Chess. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, it's three goal moves ahead.
0: Else.
2: Three moves ahead, just always thinking
3: – He's got a motorized goalpost that he wheels around. It's he's constantly sad. moving him.
0: We're gonna we're gonna make a final four, and those people are gonna be like, "Well, f- finally." <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was supposed to do that. It's
2: like the Nico people who are like, "Yeah,
3: we could have been doing this all, all year. Could have been ten and two.
0: <laughs> Took him <them> long enough."
2: <laughs> Hello, good afternoon, and welcome. Another stellar edition of the drive underway. Houston made it back for day two, so I guess he's he's he's, he's still here, man. He's still here. Day two of my probationary period starts now. Are you crossing off the days? Do you have like the big calendar? Yeah. Like in prison, you're just. What do you call that when it's one, two, three, four? Tally marks, right? Tally marks, yeah. yeah.
0: Just scratching it into the wall, Mm -hmm. Shawshank style.
2: Oh. It's good. It's good. Tucker Harlan is here. Tucker, you doing good? I'm well rested. Good. You well? You covered the ball game last night. Did you just come home and crash? Yeah. Sleep to like nine or ten. Yeah, ten. Mm. I think was oh, when I got like, out of Oh man, you do bed. that thing. That's nice.
0: Good for you. I needed to do that. What was on the buffet? Just Papa John's. Oh, hey man, uh, Papa John's when when it hits, it hits. Yeah, that's it's, what I'm saying. It's solid yeah. man. It's it's total, the McDonald's. total food. garbage.
2: Whoa. It's on the list.
0: He Go- doesn't like Papa John's. Nah, it's on the list. Is it really? I feel like I know the list fairly well. Uh, I and, don't think I've hey, heard hey, Papa John's. we need to put John's. Pizza Hut on the other list. Uh, p- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah,
3: because Pizza Hut's not popular. It's a billion-dollar-a-year corporation, Junior!
2: Papa John's sauce is sweet. It's disgusting. It is sweet. I don't like it. Way it, too much sugar. Uh, I mean, it's like uh, Papa John's is the McDonald's of of the fast food pizza game it's like Tucker it. said it, it's just solid you know what you're gonna get it's yeah. not like you get a, it's like oh this is different no it, it's every time you get the works you get your pepperoni pizza it's the same thing every single time it's it's solids therefore if you like it you can get it you know what you're gonna get you know what you're gonna get but papa john's and mcdonald's both on the awesome list except
0: mcdonald's coke of, apparently the, the
2: list of awesome things bear hates
0: which is his top Soft drink of all time. There's that.
2: What a conundrum. There's that. He is a riddle inside of a mystery wrapped in an enigma. So we welcome you in this afternoon to another stellar edition, day two of the new year. Hope you're doing well. Just moments after we get through with the program yesterday, the big news drops that if you have been paying attention to the show. If you've been listening closely, listening between the lines, as they say, you knew it was coming. It was not a big surprise, but Brew is back. Brew McCoy, wide receiver from California, back for a third year on Rocky Top as he continues to recover from that nasty broken leg he suffered against South Carolina. Are we excited about Brew coming back for another year on Rocky Top? Hell
3: yeah. Our perimeter pass game went to crap once he got
4: hurt. Same thing with blocking, too. That's basically
3: why it went to crap.
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, he's a beast out there. I mean, do we don't beat Alabama without him. No, we certainly do not. I I do wonder, and we we talked about this a little bit yesterday, him and Thornton both suffered pretty catastrophic lower leg injuries, and I just wonder. Did you ever say
0: what it was with Thornton?
2: Just ankle? Yeah. It looked
3: like he, I mean, I just assumed it was probably, you couldn't really see it that well, but I just assumed it was like a dislocated ankle. Yeah, which, I mean, it's basically, that's what Brew had. I
2: I don't know. Did they ever say what breaks he had with it? Well, I'm not a doctor. You are. So you tell me, like, what is the difference between a dislocated ankle and a broken ankle? The joint dislocates. You know how
3: it looked? I mean, you don't have to be a doctor to know when something's dislocated. I mean, if your foot's turned around backwards, I come from a long line of doctors. Bent. I have
2: no idea what, <laughs> what it is. You do Have you ever? You've never dislocated anything, have you? Dislocated my pinky finger. Just turned around backwards. Yeah, generally when, looking, when, when
3: you look down and some part of your body is
2: turned around. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I popped it right back in. Like it wasn't you a big deal. I was You fine. can't do that with an. Ankle. You, you break. You break a bone. You break your finger. Like then you got to go to a doctor and everything. Yeah, you dislocate your ankle. You can, uh,
3: you can, it can get dicey quick because the blood flow to your foot
2: and nerve damage. All right, we're, we're not making any progress here. I, I, I just like what my my question with Brew and Dante is both. Are they they come lose back with they lose even us because Brew, mm. Let's not pretend like Brew's a burner to begin with. And then Dante, like that's his whole thing is his speed. That's what I'm saying. I've got more faith in 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 Dante and
3: uh, Brew. It not affecting what he does. Yeah. That, I mean, that and you saw on social media, like, within what? It was like four to seven days he was in physical therapy and had already started rehabbing.
2: Yeah, apparently Brew is rehabbing under one of the nation's leading leg specialists in California, where he's from. Okay. And he had the injury a week or two before – Thornton, so he's got a little bit of head start on his rehab.
0: South that was right midway through the season, right?
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: The other good part about it is uh, the reason I like he's coming back is he's, he will have been here for three years, and it's not like he was just a one year guy and was just kind of here and then he was gone. Now he's ours now. Yeah, I mean yeah. he's he's Tennessee to the core. Now.
2: Seems like a very mature team leader type, good culture guy, all that stuff, mm-hmm. which. Is you know that was the concern coming in. He had right. a really ugly incident off the field. Haven't Allegedly. heard a, Haven't heard a peep. Haven't heard anything other than this dude is exactly what you want in your program. So and yep. And, and that's good because there are some some other guys that you hear rumblings about behind the scenes. It's like oh man, is is this guy really worth the trouble? And that's kind of what leads me to my my
3: first you know. Evan, what's his name? Is it Turner?
2: Yeah. Uh, Stewart. Stewart.
3: Stewart. Evan Stewart. Like We backed off him. Kiffin backed off of him.
2: Last I'd heard, Florida State might be trending for him. They got a lot of holes to fill. Yeah. So, Brew is back. Uh, we'll see what the portal activity looks like here in the next couple of weeks. It sounds like the defensive back from Temple is a guy that we're gonna kick the tires on hard, which is interesting because the you have the five star from Georgia who apparently we're not going in on hard, and then the I, I guess it's probably like a two star, maybe a three star from from Temple who is, but this is kind of like when, when you have film on guys. And yeah. This guy is a two year starter at Temple. He was freshman All America. I think he was all you know whatever league that is, the Atlantic Ten or whatever. You have film on these guys and these coaches. It's like Jared Verse, right? Right, right from, right. from from Albany or wherever he is, and the the five star isn't always the guy you go after. No, they are. It sounds
3: like going after that five star lineman out of LSU. And
2: we found the tie. I've not been able to confirm that.
0: Oh, dang it! That he
2: is related to Jeremiah's Heard, the mm-hmm. Lance Heard, and Jeremiah's. At, I saw some conflicting information on that. It sounds good. Well, the same, I mean, if, if, same last if, name. Hey, There's fa- a tie. <laughs> just a tie. Just just need a little in. Do you know every crest on on the globe? You just assume you're all there related? There are different spells True. I assume all my Smith brethren.
0: <laughs> yeah, <are>. of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very rare to meet a crest that I don't have a bloodline with. But apparently the largest huh, – Bear's going to love this. If you go to Germany – And you walk into their version of a Home Depot, Mm -hmm. instead of Black and Decker or Milwaukee, it's Crest Tool.
3: Yeah. What was it during the war, Crest? Kretz.
0: Uh-huh. TZ. You know what Crest means? Were you a collaborator? Fisherman. Uh Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I traced it back. Bet you were. So you lean into that, huh? Very much so. Accidentally. It's in my blood.
3: All my people would- we got our name shortened. I think it was a story I heard from my family, but
2: I mean, I won't go into it. It was New York City, and oh, you getting out the boat on Ellis Island, and yeah. you your your folks couldn't read anyway, so they're just like, "Make your mark here," and not and not, then, ta- and then- not taking a shot.
3: Like no, many, no, no, most but it's people. like, say your name. Yeah. Uh,
0: I go ahead and say it. Some say Irish it guys
3: chopped half our name off. Yep.
2: Yeah. So my uh, wife's grandparents were Dutch mm-hmm. at uh, Holocaust survivors. And they moved like through some program to the United States after the war and uh, her grandfather was um, a, a big pipe uh, he smoked a pipe and so like through this program they're like uh, you know you can work with pipes and stuff and he's like, yeah I, I want to do that And so they moved to uh, the family sponsored one they moved to Shreveport, Louisiana from Amsterdam. It <laughs> uh he gets there oh, and it's like pipe fitting like yeah. pipes oh, like a, a pipe like company <laughs> he thought he was going to work for like some yeah smoking pipes carve mirsham. <laughs> and he ended up working there like all his life at the pipe factory really yeah. that's pretty cool
0: they knew fit him right in
2: those mistakes happen though
3: that's the lsu wing of your family
2: yes I should have moved here, man, because that's where yeah. uh, the, we got pipe companies here. The East only Tennessee. other
3: person uh, or the only other place in the world where you see the the Tennessee orange is
2: uh, it's a Dutch royal color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the orange um, Tennessee basketball last night takes care of Norfolk. That was boring. Yeah, a little bit of a <laughs> rough start, but uh, these games good cover are over now. All right, we got SEC play. We don't have to Dang talk about God. Norfolk State. We can. We can get to it. And we're going to hear from Rick Barnes talking about some of this stuff a little yep. bit later. Oh, okay, good. On scheduling. He, that was interesting. I'm looking forward to talking about that, his comment on that. We have a, a co-worker of ours who had a Barnes in, in public sighting bump run into.
0: Who who may or may peed? not
2: be sitting in this room. Does, we're told a conversation was had. Does, well, now we're it was- narrowing it down. Does anybody want to... Yeah, i go go ahead. Yeah, he's a fantastic guy. Bear bumped into Barnes. They're besties now. Everything is personal with Bear. You I do never, love him. You will not hear a crossword about Rick Barnes the rest of the year, no matter what happens on the court.
3: It's my greatest uh, attribute. I am loyal to a fault. You should know this <laughs> after all the grief you've given me.
0: You bumped
2: into
3: I'd, him. That still take a charge, you had a chat? maybe a bullet for you. Yeah, it was it was brief. It was brief. But he was, uh, Where'd you go?
0: Pete's for breakfast?
3: Uh, no, local barbershop. Ran, ran in, ran into him at the filling station, and I wasn't That's gonna say anything. You approached
2: me. to him while he was pumping. While pumping, I was
3: getting out of my car, and I wasn't gonna say anything. And then he looked up, and then just broke into this really big Rick Barnes smile and said, "Hi, how you doing?" <laughs> Rick Barnes like, pumps his and, own and gas. And then
2: I said, "Holy!" Well, he doesn't have a butler. It's not like driving hey, Mister Daisy. Rick Barnes yeah, pumps yeah. it. His-
3: did you just Rick. see somebody, somebody trying to pump? And Barnes looks – I don't know. He just seemed to me he's – like, he's a man. man. Is, is
2: he going 89, 90, 93? Are you going high octane? Oh, yeah, what are we he, doing? I, premium? I wasn't – couldn't tell. Diesel?
3: Couldn't tell. So. Okay. Then the show came up. It, it was a brief conversation. Oh, the he, show came he, up.
2: He is aware of
3: he, what we do here. He knows you by name. I would imagine oh. because –
2: his lead assistant, oh, oh, oh. His, his associate. My already overinflated
0: <laughs> ego did not need to hear that. Oh, yeah. Did he ask about the uh, newly minted fantasy champion <laughs> at Fan Run Radio? No,
2: he did. So, uh, hey, Bear, he how said, can I get some of that championship <laughs> DNA? Those, that pedigree is what we need.
0: And- how does Russ do it in the postseason like that? Uh, I
3: think he, he said, so, uh, how's Russell doing or, or something like that. I, was, I don't know. I got to listen to the guy three hours in the afternoon, Coach. And then I wow. tell him, you guys keep us busy. Did he pay at the pump or did he go in? I have no idea.
2: Okay. Oh, he's a card guy. I don't think so. Hey, uh, he doesn't. I'm look look running right like low on funds. Can I get <laughs> fifteen dollars on pump five?
3: <laughs> he sticks his I'm card prepaid. Prepaid <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I got my reward number. Hang on. I mean, he's he's one of the nicest coaches I've ever met over there. I've never heard a bad word about the guy, except from callers on this show. Actually, I mean. It, I don't know. I mean, I've had, I've had
2: some unfortunate some Some disgruntled run-ins. sports information, guy, yeah, former employee.
0: I knew Rick Barnes. He was a prick. <laughs> eh. Well, that's what was it. Uh, yeah, it was last night Dave Neal was talking about. He interviewed him, I guess, after he got in that fight with Dean Smith at Clemson. He said, I was as intimidated as I've ever been because, you know, at that time, Dave Neal's a young reporter. He mm-hmm. goes in to talk to Rick Barnes, and two hours later, he's like, that is the nicest guy i have ever met that in was, my entire life that and was my, my
2: first, first 30s Barnes. that was my first pat summit experience i remember being so intimidated going up to her uh dewey warren who knew her like they were they were having some thing at rat. the arena you were probably there and like the I, I, I had was. to walk in so i had to hand pat my cell phone and put to put her on with dewey i'm like you know, and I had been in radio for a couple of years. Like, yeah. I had been around important people before, but I was still just like, oh, my God. Like, there she is. Just, like, leaning against the scores table at practice. Stern look on her face. I'm like, oh, my God. What have I got? My i got to go and talk to this lady. <laughs> and she, and like, as soon as I said Dewey Warren, like, just smiles. Oh, hi, yeah. How's Dewey? That's good. How are you? Like, talking to me and everything. Like, she's like she's my mom. And, and oh, yeah, from then on. <laughs> We were tight. <laughs> Dewey's She's Dewey's a man that never
3: ceases to amaze me. Like as soon as you mention that name,
0: Swamp Rat, everybody gets happy. Oh, you know Dewey. Certain coaches do just have that presence, and I it's not all of them. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I love Josh Heupel. I don't think if any of us walked in a room with him, we're all. He doesn't oh man, they're not have that, man, he, he 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 have that same
2: Ugh.
3: thing that Barnes Ugh. and Vitello
2: has. What are you guys saying here?
0: Oh, You're
3: i saying
2: think, he lacks gravitas.
3: No, I don't no, think no. Vite- what the, Vitello
0: is very I, approachable. I agree with. I don't. I don't think either of those guys. Maybe Barnes to a degree, but I think you have to have a level of.
3: I got a level of. I'm talking about just straight, just charisma. Like, yeah. Hypo, I mean, if hypo
2: shaved occasionally, <laughs> oh there, there's a sternness. Sternness. They, yeah. Former Pat Summit Barnes, like kind of an a old presence. school, a presence about mm-hmm. them. That can be intimidating to guys like us who like to goof off.
0: <laughs> we, Sabin, Sabin's and Saban's got it. Strange. Guys like I was gonna us say, Saban. We,
2: we know we don't work as hard as they do. <laughs> it's like, they've got you can tell they've just and maybe got maybe no we're a little tolerance. insecure about that. Raises uh, hand. Yeah, yes. Uh, are, is this person who clearly has what they feel are much more important things to be doing? Are, are they going to want to waste any seconds? With me,
0: their hours are scheduled daily yeah. to a minute. It's unbelievable, and they just manage it all in their head. Or at, you know, at some point, you get a little runaround guy with you saying, "Oh, gotta go." It's
2: it because basketball, like Pearl, was very approachable. Yep, I agree. Conzo is very appro- Donnie Tindall was like too approachable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the issue there. Hey, I'll come on your show anytime. But uh Bear sees Barnes there, pumping his gas. He's like, gosh
0: sup? Coach, What's up How you doing?" Holy blank,
2: Coach Barnes. You cursed at the deacon no, you shouldn't do that, especially wow. with the holy in front. All right, let's take a quick timeout. It is The Drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Back with more right after this. The Drive. Fan Run Radio. The Drive continues. Russell, Bear, Houston. Tucker, it's a full house this afternoon in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Let's go on a bender with Bill. Bill Bender of the Sporting News joining the show this afternoon. Hello, Bill. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for joining us. Happy New Year to you. I'd uh, just love to get your thoughts as somebody who covers the Big Ten in college football and in Big Ten country, your thoughts on Michigan. Jim Harbaugh finally climbing, ascending to the summit of that hill. Well, I guess he's he's not all the way there yet, but it was a pretty big step to beat Alabama and reach the national championship game.
4: Yeah, I think he'll be on that summit Monday night too. I do. Um, when I watch Michigan play the SEC Powers, the first thing I watch is the running game. In the first quarter, they ran for 66 yards on 10 carries. And they, it's the first time since I can remember – I watched Michigan push out Georgia, whoever, any of those SEC schools. They pushed them around. There's no denying that. Um, I think there was a fourth and one where they got five yards. So, yeah, that was the most stunning thing to me. And, yeah, Alabama made adjustments. And, yeah, Michigan had to take the ball down the field to tie the game in regulation. But, I mean, am I wrong if I say that Jim Harbaugh outcoached Nick Saban? Case closed.
2: Hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, was, it, w- it was pretty startling how, you know, the, the score was close. Obviously, it goes to overtime, but I don't think anybody who watched that game can have any takeaway other than, like, Michigan was better at the point of attack, which is not always the case in, in these games, especially with big, bad Alabama. So, I, I got to ask, Bill, again, you're in Big Ten country there in the Buckeye State. How are Ohio State fans handling this? Not well, I would imagine.
4: Well, I mean, I think, you know, they'll do what most rival fan bases will do. They'll sit and want, root for Washington, but it's a helpless feeling when you can see what you see. Um, that Michigan's offense is good. I think Alabama wasted a half on offense because they couldn't deal with Michigan's pass rush. That was another surprise in that game. If you would have told me last time I come on your show that, hey, you know, Michigan's got five sacks by halftime. I'd have told you no way. I mean, their, their pass rush clearly bothered Alabama, and Alabama adjusted, but not in time.
2: Well, and and people, Bill, they they forget with with Harbaugh is he had to adjust right a couple of years ago around that 2020 uh, season. Like he he was kind of struggling there, and there was some thought of you know maybe Michigan moves on. Hey, maybe maybe it's just not working out we're having trouble recapturing the magic and he made some changes right he blew out his defensive coordinator went through a couple of guys and you know that was always like nick saban had this three four defense nfl pro style scheme that nobody else could do and it kind of felt like Harpaw had the strategic advantage defensively with what they're doing What what changes did michigan make to get over the hump
4: They're so good on the interior defensively. And that's where this game – I mean, I've been pulled back by coaches for years. I mean, a a really, truly great defense starts in the middle. You build on the middle and you work your way out. And, you know, we've seen that with Georgia the last few years with Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter. Um, Alabama's had that with guys like Christian Barrymore. Clemson, Christian Wilkins, remember those teams. with Dexter Lawrence and Christian Wilkins in the middle. And what did Michigan have? You may not know the names much down in the Southeastern Conference, but Kenneth Grant, Mason Graham, Chris Jenkins, it's a really good interior defense, and I think that's where it starts. And I'm not a line guru by any means, but you could see, again, they were pushing Alabama around. And as soon as I saw that, I thought, you know what? They're probably going to do it this time.
2: Michigan, as we visit with Bill Bender, the sporting news this afternoon, you know, they – The likability factor, not very high for a lot of people outside of Ann Arbor. There's kind of this us-against-the-world mentality they've taken on up there. You had the suspension. You've got the investigations going on right now around Jim Harbaugh. Um, What are your thoughts on just how they've been able to, I guess, overcome all the distractions and everything that's gone on off the field around that program this season?
4: Well, one of you guys last time I came on the show said you were rooting for Alabama. I remember that in our last what? discussion. Yeah, that um, yeah, was me. Wasn't the you? <laughs> yeah, there it is. I knew I remembered wow. that. right? So they, they
3: cost us a shot last year at the playoffs with by handing over the 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 skinny on us to South Carolina. Oh, uh, that's
2: right. Yeah, okay. It was. was I re- see,
4: I, I remember things every once in a while. Um, see, I got a good memory, and two, yeah. you're right that. America is going to be rooting for Washington. There's no question Uh, because of that and and whatever the excuse is. And here's my point. If Jim Harbaugh leaves for the NFL, and hear me out on this, you're going to miss him because you're going to miss hating on him. Of the schools, of the coaches in college football that truly have a universal hatred appeal, and that means – Guys in the Pac-12 hate him, and, and SEC and ACC. I think that list consists of Nick Saban, Deion Sanders, Jim Harbaugh, and that might be it. Maybe Dabo. That's it. I, I don't think Kirby Smart is universally hated across the country, maybe in your part of the country. Is that list wrong?
2: No. Did you mention Kiffin?
4: Kiffin would be my next choice because I think enough people know him from his you know, debacle at Tennessee and the uh,
3: getting fired on the runway, the
4: Raiders, and just basically firing his way up the ladder, right? <laughs> um, and, and I think he would be my fifth choice. But if Jim Harbaugh leaves, you're not going to have Jim Harbaugh to yell yell at on the TV. Um, I always make the comparison when I was growing up in the '90s. It was outside of the Big Ten and the coaches that you you know you hated within your conference. The two that, and I didn't hate them, but my buddies did, were. Uh, Bobby Bowden and Steve Spurrier. They were one and two outside of the Big Ten on everybody's list.
2: Personalities drive this sport, Bill. I mean, it's what makes it great. Going back to Spurrier and and those guys that we grew up watching. And, yeah, you have these – these villains that you want to get over the hump against and you're absolutely right did Jim Harbaugh's great for the sport man from the the khakis to the milk drinking you know the dad bodies just an awkward guy people hate him and uh yeah I mean I would I would be I, I would hate to see him go do you think that's going to happen and if so what would Michigan's next move be
4: I think it's 50-50, and it just appears like the stars are lining up. The way he keeps deflecting this question, and by the way, he does that to us reporters all the time. It's deflection after deflection. He's a really good hockey player. Um, you know, it, it just happens that way. I think I could picture him coaching the Chargers or the Raiders, or if an NFL team wants to play ball, I can see him taking that, and I don't think Michigan fans would be all that mad because he's done everything – he, he was brought to do now granted comes with maybe he might have to clean up a little bit of a mess later, but I don't, I still don't think they care that much. I think it's more about they, they accomplish these things. Um, and the other point I wanted to make was Jim Harbaugh is just another face on an NFL sideline. They have another Harbaugh out there. They have an Andy Reed and a Belichick and you know what I mean? Like in college he's unique. All of those things you said, it's, I, I'm going to miss him if he leaves because it gives me a lot to write about, just like Saban does, and uh, you know, Coach Prime. Those are the ones that have those larger-than-life personalities that drive the sport.
2: If he were to move on, we heard a lot of you know Brian Kelly. That makes a lot of sense. Michigander. Everybody's you know a lot has been said and written about him not being a great fit at LSU. Brian Kelly just fired his entire defensive <laughs> staff. Today, a great Brian Kelly move, by the way, down at LSU. Just all of you, you, you thank you for your service. You're you're all done. Um, that it sounds like a guy that's got his heels dug in pretty good down there in Baton Rouge, right? Yeah, I do. I don't think he'll go to Michigan. I
4: I, I think if Jim Harbaugh does lead, that the most logical move, and whether it's the right long term move, we can debate later. I think they'll hire Sharon Moore. I think Sharon Moore had the uh, ultimate. Audition, beating Penn State, beating Michigan on the field, seems to have a way with the players, offensive line guy. Um, It'd be very similar to when Urban Meyer retired suddenly at Ohio State and they hired Ryan Day. At at the time, you're like, yeah, it's great. Now, up here in Columbus, there's a little bit of consternation. I still think Ryan Day's fine, but it's just the big game and Michigan failures are starting to become a thing here. But I'll say if, if Harbaugh leads, Sharon Moore will be the next coach.
2: Oh, interesting. All right, Sharon Moore uh, there. Bill Bender with us on the Sporting News uh, on Fan Run Radio. Bill, your thoughts on what we saw, Tennessee, Nico Iamaleava and the debut. I don't know if you had a chance to watch that against an Iowa defense that is pretty stingy and the young freshman for the Volunteers with a stellar debut.
4: Say his last name one more time so I don't mess it up.
2: Iamaleava. You can just say Nico. That is fine. We accept that.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Maya Lavia. I messed that up. You did. Uh, Nico, you know what? <laughs> he showed incredible control. That's what I was impressed with because the last time I came on here, um, we talked about Iowa's defense and how good and how disciplined they are. And for him not to turn the ball over and have the three rushing touchdowns and take what the defense gives you, that's the ultimate test of patience for a young quarterback to play an Iowa defense. So – you know, it's going to create an interesting offseason for you guys because he'll come with some Heisman hype next year. You look at Josh Heifel's offense, the talent around him, the way he played. You know, Joe Milton, I knew it was coming too, but we're talking about a five-star talent here. And I think that got my interest just because of the control and the poise that he showed against the enough Big Ten guys we know how good – I. you guys may not think they're very good because of what Tennessee did to them, but I think that's due in large part to how Nico played and showed the poise that he did.
2: I don't think that Iowa team is any good at all offensively. <laughs> Tennessee did what they're supposed to do uh, there. And, hey, man, a shutout's a shutout. Good for them. But the I have respect for what they do defensively. I, I think that defense is littered with pros. I think they can coach it and uh nico i think even the most optimistic of all fans i think he probably surpassed their expectations and that kind of leads to an off season of a lot of hype and a lot of hope here in knoxville what do you think bill does tennessee have what it takes to make the expanded college football playoff in 2024
4: well i mean my next task is putting together one of those way too early top 25s and uh the SEC will probably have nine or ten teams on there because of the expansion, because you got to figure Oklahoma and Texas will be ranked to start the season. Old Miss, uh, Missouri has made incredible strides as a program. That was a huge win for them to beat Ohio State. I don't care who wasn't there for the Buckeyes on the field. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Tennessee will be in that mix. I think that the SEC will be lined up for at least four playoff teams. So all you have to do is be one of those mm. – for four or five teams they would have done that two years ago it would have been easy
2: Bill great stuff as always my friend uh final thoughts you've got Michigan taking down Washington and one other Tennessee centric thought for you on the way out the door because I know that you you probably don't follow such things but do you realize that Michael Penix was committed to Tennessee circa 2017 when, when he's coming out. Yeah, uh, and apparently but, a, a fan. Butch Jones had, had taken his commitment. Jeremy Pruitt could have kept it. Kid wanted to come here. Jeremy Pruitt, in his infinite wisdom, Bill Bender, said, Thanks, but no thanks. We're going in a different direction. And who, who we? Brian Maurer, was that the first quarterback? J.T. J.T. Shroud. J.T. Shroud. Okay. Shroud. Whoa. Good yeah. flip, yeah. yeah. Uh.
0: Well,
4: with Penix, so interesting story there, and every time I see it is, yeah, how did the Florida kid get all the way up to Indiana? And then you read the backstory behind it, and then he goes to Washington obviously, because he followed Kalen out there. Um, incredible talent, good story, sixth-year quarterback. He balled out Monday night. He was amazing in that Texas game. So, uh, uh, you know, styles make fights. Jerry uh, Stokin at the Peach Bowl says that. We're going to have one of those on uh, Monday, but I think Michigan style ends up winning out, and the Wolverines win it all, and we go to the 12-team era. I'm going to miss the 14 playoff a little bit. I'm going to be on it.
3: All the
2: drama?
4: That's what the sport is. The, this sport is drama and controversy. That's why I love it.
2: It's an all-Big Ten championship coming up in uh, – where, where is that game? I don't even know where they're having that. Uh, Phoenix. It, Phoenix? Yeah. Houston. 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 I oh, Houston. Houston. Sorry. So that's that's right.
4: where I'm flying on Friday. <laughs>
2: Verified information. Thank you. Uh, yeah, You better be flying to the right spot. You might want to double-check that, that ticket, Houston. Bill Bender. We appreciate it, my friend. Uh, at BillBender92, of course, SportingNews.com. Thanks so much, Bill. Appreciate you.
4: All right. Thanks so much, guys. Take care.
2: Bill Bender of the Sporting News one more time this afternoon on the program. I'm pulling hard for Washington.
3: I am, too. Same. And the kid reminds me dead off of uh, Penix's... A carbon copy of Hendon in my book
4: lefty Hendon yep
3: totally agree
0: he doesn't run quite as much though does he no yeah but I mean the throwing motion is his, a- accuracy. his accuracy oh it's unbelievable whether he's moving flat-footed moving the wrong way some of the throws he made against Texas you just you either have it or you don't mm. stay with us
2: the drive continues your phone calls coming up next right here on fan run radio the, the drive. drive. White Claw delivers. A- Fan Run Radio. The drive continues. Bill Bender of the Sporting News. Bear, what did you learn? Uh, the one thing that surprised
3: me was uh, was it we were talking about if Harbaugh goes to the NFL, Sharon Moore.
2: Uh, I, I didn't want to get when, in an when argument. You, when you hand it to the next guy,
0: yeah,
3: that's what I was saying. I was sitting. I could hear your voice in my ears. Would that fly? How do, man, people make really dumb decisions in moments of like this. I mean, for, for, it was be, a different situation State. in at, at Mississippi State, but yeah, yeah, it's true. They made a horrible emotional decision last year that, and what they should have probably done is brought somebody yeah. in mm-hmm.
2: off. Uh, the Pirates tree it's, going, it's I, I tell my buddy uh, Jeff the Notre Dame fan it's what's happening right now the, and, and they're too close to see it it's like you you just gave it to the next guy mm. and, and like but he's recruiting yeah but he's now winning yeah <laughs> and it's just
3: But he's, he's a great guy and he is like, like Marcus Freeman, ball accounts just a tremendous person when was the last time that really
2: worked it's never worked it's never.
0: And is Ryan Day at Ohio State the closest and, and the, to what the cl- he's not a nice guy? Oh no, I'm just saying like you You're hand not it, a nine year old man. I'm saying you hand it to the next guy yeah. and he propels you to the, greatness.
2: The only t- and this is not an apropos example, but people will say, well, it worked with Fulmer, but he wasn't the next guy and it wasn't handed to him. <laughs> we saw, that he was, was a we saw taken, that he was taken, yeah. Better and we kind of shoved the guy we had out the door and Fulmer was kind of ruthless and Mach- Machiavellian kind of
0: yeah like was Jimbo Former. at Florida State did he but we're working like heck he inherited that job from there right yeah but yeah, the, he, was he took that job waiting. with like they already knew what he was right from right, his right. Time yeah with
2: like, LSU they brought him men, in there yeah. as coach and waiting
0: yeah so that, that feels very different to me than That's oh finally, this guy beat Penn State yeah here's the keys I finally fell
3: out of fashion the coach and waiting
2: because it, <laughs> it
0: never that worked. was a, that was never a trend works. for a minute yeah
3: the coach and did, waiting did, did now we, Gerard
2: Mayo was supposed to be the coach and waiting we were there was a thought and it's so ridiculous down hindsight. But there was a thought that when we brought Dave Clawson, Clawson. here in yep. 2000, it's yep. like, oh, yeah, like Coach Fulmer, he's on the downslide of his career. And, you know, this Clawson guy's going to come and reinvigorate the offense. And uh, here in a couple of years, we will hand <laughs> the baton
0: off. He was gone in nine months. <laughs> he didn't make it a year. The circle oh. of five. Flipping offensive lineman. Oh, my. The circle of five. You don't remember that? I remember flipping offensive linemen. One of one of his offensive philosophies is we're gonna have five guys that touch the football, like our five playmakers. What? It was the five. Is the you're gonna have two wide receivers, I, a running back, block a tight that end.
3: Entire season out, oh, man. So you
0: tell because it didn't work. It was awful.
2: So bad. Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero. Your number to get on the show this afternoon. Let's go to the phones, and we'll start today with Stevie. Good afternoon, Stevie. How are you, sir? Russell,
3: Stevie,
1: oh, I'm so jacked about Nico Russell. I'm so jacked I had to call in today. Oh. You all right, buddy?
2: Are you Ooh, ready to close whoa. right now, Stevie? Good. He
1: was so good, Russell. Was he not?
2: He was pretty good.
1: Guys, we scored touchdowns in the red zone this year. Fifty-five. Don't take my on that percent of the time we did we not go four for four in the red five for five in the red zone on monday five for five four for four four for four? Oh that is so good guys or I, I am so every time i keep hearing about it or seeing a video clip and then brew mccoy coming back are you kidding me what, are we gonna go 12 and 0 next year
2: I don't know, but that was the best 151 yard passing game I've ever seen in my life.
3: Oh. Oh.
2: That was so good. It God, is kind of ridiculous. We're going like crazy a, over here. He threw for 151 yards. I haven't, <laughs> I
0: haven't wanted to rain on the parade. I'm uh, saving it, but it was. It, he, I think Bill said it best. He was controlled, mm-hmm. he didn't put the ball in harm's way. He ran when he needed to, he made some freshman little mistakes took off too early or not early enough but all all the bright spots are there for nico
3: 100 percent. but you you can't not stevie stevie Stevie, you can't you can't take you got to take a look at everything and you have to keep in mind that he made some some mistakes in that game that probably wouldn't have ended well if we'd been playing georgia alabama
0: but in fairness to that he didn't have his full offensive line no Receivers are still a lot of these guys are still coming along. So I'm I'm just trying to balance everything out a little bit. I thought he played I don't want to say as well as he possibly could have, but he made the plays that had to be made for you to win that game and it turns out the first touchdown would have been enough. But uh just just the intangibles are what stood out to me the most against Iowa.
1: Woo, I'm Jack Boys. <laughs> hey, did y'all know going back to the names thing that I am Aliava means Heisman winner in Polynesian? Did y'all know that?
2: I learned something new every time I come in this studio, Stevie. You have dropped knowledge, my friend. I'll take you oh, at your word. It's
1: free of charge. Hey, um looking for. forward to uh uh Monday night. Guys, I think uh last Monday night and this Monday night, Michael Penix is gonna prove that he was the Heisman winner. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Did y'all watch him play Monday night? Yep. I th- I yep. thought he should have won it initially, so I don't disagree. I just oh, I right, he, he, I thought on the stage that he was presented all season, I just thought he was better.
1: He put the ball wherever he wanted to. He put the ball wherever he wanted to.
2: He's very accurate, he's very good. I'm pulling for him. It makes it easier that Washington, they're on the other side of the country. They're not in our league. They're not a rival. They're not really a mm. threat. And so, like, you can pull for them, right? There's, there's a likability factor. We have no beef with Washington until 2030. Yeah. We, we do have a home oh. home.:
0: Yeah, we go there. Okay,
2: it's like years from now. If it just, even happens, as long as they
0: don't become a juggernaut in the next five years, yeah. I'm, I'm all for it.
2: 2030, I'll be 50 years old.
0: Oh, oh my god!
2: Mm. Bum bum bum. What? 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 That's not even possible.
1: Like Guys, can we do a group howl in honor of supporting the Huskies on money together?
3: <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll...
1: Will you join me,
0: Bear? No. Why not? Because I find you to be a little Tucker bit strange. Tucker Harlan's got you. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll join Everybody. you, Stevie. I'll join. All right. One, two, three. Ow! Wolfpack. And <laughs> even got my dog dun, dun, in the background. Yeah, see? Sounded real.
1: Bear, bear sincere. Since you didn't hide with me, I'm going to have to say this on my way out. Can we add Nico outplaying Joe Milton to the awesome thing, Spare Hates? Have a good day.
3: No. See, now, just, now so you pull a cheap shot. I mean, I'm going to have this. to have the flush button ready. I don't die. know
2: if it's awesome. Like I, I wish it hadn't happened. It would have been better if we had been sitting here and say Nico was good, but Milton was better. But well, nobody's saying that. We have uh, breaking news this afternoon. We go to the Fan Run Breaking News Desk. The first of more than 150 names of people associated with Jeffrey Epstein will be released today. Whew! How about that
0: wait so it hasn't been released they're just saying that the judge has ordered that it will be released in fact today
2: 100 50 names yeah, yeah. The, the first of 150 names so
0: i kind of like this man they're gonna like uh, one they're day turning day? this into
2: content baby. Oh, <laughs> they're gonna leak it out slowly like tearing
0: the, f- the rings for christmas uh, what are we doing here
2: any guesses you want you want i don't want know I got, I got questions for
0: the producer of this show are, are they going alphabetical order are they going most important to least important names you'll know i think with a thing like this you don't want to
2: you, you don't want to shoot it all in right at the beginning right? you want mm. you want to you don't want to give us nothing you don't. i don't want to be like today who's that i never heard of that but it was like oh really like you know a b-lister good solid b-lister today and then you work up to so what is this like a selection show style thing (laughs) yes
0: we're gonna hear from the committee head afterward they're taking bribes right now to like delay the release of certain names i'm sure it's a business yeah it a
2: lot of sweaty palms oh yeah (laughs) yeah People about to have their lives and perhaps good names ruined permanently forever.
3: If you're on that list, is your name really that good, though?
2: It's, all, uh, it's a- not a list you want to be on. Aaron Rodgers threw out Jimmy Kimmel. Man, Jimmy Kimmel came back with all... Stunned that uh, Starchild... Has access to the list before everybody else does. Yeah. I, these are like New York City prosecutors and stuff. Has been kept under, a but Aaron Rodgers—he is the Adam Schefter of the list.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> just wouldn't. You just—that's not something you would even. I don't know. Call me crazy. I, I would never say anything about any You don't want to say something. Well, what if it's not true? Mm-hmm. And now you've said that. You've also got a pile of cash in the bank that somebody could come after for defamation.
0: It is a weird feud that happened between those two.
3: Well, McAfee, he, he likes he likes dancing on that third rail, doesn't he? Oh yeah, kind of skipping over it. You think he's? I think he's going to get God eventually. He'll do something. He'll go.
2: You think the suits in Bristol are kind of clutching their pearls, like oh, I wish he wouldn't do that. Did you know that they don't bleep his show on ESPN
3: in the afternoons? Really? You know, what he reminds me of. And this is kind of a scary thing. Just like his complete lack of caring about. Stuff like rules and stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) McClure. That's a vibe,
2: I guess. I swear that's the same kind of vibe. Like, wow, this guy's kind of dangerous. He's got, no offense to our good friend Big Mac, he's got a little bit more to lose. I I don't think he'd...
3: Yeah, but he does, but that's not... even. That's what reminds me so much of McClure. he, He really doesn't care.
2: McAfee? No. I mean, what's the worst thing he's ever said? Like he's never said anything that's remotely cancelable. What was the one? No. What was the one?
3: One of them, they got into a conversation. I think it may have been on game day, and it was about some acronym. And oh, that was this weekend. And they tried to. They they very
2: uh, L A N K. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the fan-run at breaking news desk. This second. Oh, double dose for you. Miami Dolphins wide receiver
0: Tyreek Hill. House is on fire. Uh, bigly, according to the uh, Chopper video. Yeah. We were talking about it earlier.
3: You know it reminds me of? Andre Rison. And Lisa
2: Lefto. What out did of... he do? Now, has anybody mm-hmm. been watching the Miami Dolphins in-season hard knocks? No. Because no. I have. Mm-mm. It's good. First of all, like Mike McDaniel is a very interesting mm-hmm. guy. Mm. And – Tyreek Hill is figures prominently in there, and they f- show footage what from what I'm guessing is this house like quite frequently, and he's talking about his business ventures, and he's got his fiancée there, and then like, his mom is always around and his fiancée. Hmm. And he's had two other women who are not his fiance, gave birth to his children this year. Is it two or is he up to three now? I think he's got three baby moms. Well, he had the one that he allegedly – Whatever happened in Kansas City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And child abuse scandal. And then, is that child abuse? Sir, I thought he beat his old lady. It was the kid.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And the and the old he beat the old lady. Like he's got some he's got some skeletons in the closet for sure. And, uh, but yeah, he's had two. He gained two more baby mamas, and he's got a fiance. So Tyreek's got a lot going on. I guess is what he's I'm he's a busy. To he's say. a busy <laughs> man. In addition to just. Balling TF out, which those of you who might have been lucky enough to have him on your fantasy football team this year, <laughs> I
4: was one of those people.
2: Of, yeah. Let's get Geraldo in here for the top of the hour. Geraldo, you're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Good afternoon, sir.
1: Russell, Russell,
2: Russell. We get the, the two weirdos in the same segment. No offense, Geraldo. I love you. Oh, Stevie's like <laughs> he's like dollar store. I love store, you Geraldo.
1: Too, sir. Hey. Did you know no. that
0: the the name Stevie in Polynesian means idiot? Oh, and the truce is broken.
2: What? We had the olive branch, and now what are we doing?
0: I told you, it? Geraldo. What truce? Yeah,
2: I tried to tell you. Guys. I told him, Geraldo. Who was it extended the olive branch? Stevie. Stevie. what did I
3: say yesterday? Houston, I said of Geraldo doesn't Stevie do. Stevie
1: extended the olive branch, and yeah. you, you took it and told number? him to shove it up his rear end. That's right.
3: I knew you'd do that. That's
1: right. There can be no peace when he tries to clone me and steal my whole identity right in front of us. No justice, no
2: peace. No justice,
1: no peace. No Stevie. (laughs)
2: Geraldo, I think you need to cool off, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you. Love you. you. Hour number two of The Drive coming up. Tucker has your top four at four. When we continue, right after this, it's Fan Run Radio. Stay with us. The
1: Drive.